Okay, guys, we're live from Korean Christian Church Sunday School. And uh, the reason we started live streaming these is because we've had some requests for additional content. So here's additional content. Now, interestingly, in studying for this morning, what's happened is God is saying exactly the same thing with two different stories. Shocking that the Bible is always on the same page as itself. Isn't that interesting? And, and as you begin to look at this, what we're going to talk about today, it's like two stories back from the last one we talked about with um, Elijah. So if you've got your Bibles, turn to 1 Kings 17 and verse 1. And Elijah... Elijah, the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel is before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. I'm going to tell you something. I don't know who, I've never met Elijah. Okay? I, some of you think I'm that old, actually. But I want to tell you that I would have to hear God to say that. You better have, you know, that's not, you know, that's not like saying, well, you know, somebody in here might get a blessing this week. You know, that kind of the general prophecy. But no, he is saying it's not going to rain unless I say it's going to rain. So he heard that. He said that. He reflected that. And that's okay. So we know the wages of sin is. But the gift of God is eternal life through how? Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay. So that is new covenant. But I want to tell you, he was walking the old covenant. But God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So that precept has always been there. So then God says these words in, in uh, verse 2. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook. Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. As you look at what's happening here, okay, as you look at this, this is a process that God's men and women go through to become what they've been called to be. I wish, I've told you this before, my plan was if I submitted to God, if I said, yeah, God, I'll be a pastor. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. I fought it for years and years and years. But if I do that, my plan was pretty simple. I was going to lay hands on people. They were going to fall down. And when they wake up, they'll be fixed. And I would, be, yeah, everybody in here agrees that that would, because I'm all about the economy model, you know, get to what's going on, right? You know, but here's the deal. That's not the way God did it with his own son. Think about the 40 days of fasting. Think about being rejected, and we'll talk about that in the next in the next service. But watch this. This word cherith, okay, this brook cherith comes from a word that means cutting or removing or taking away. And I want to tell you that sometimes God uses cutting, taking, and moving away. He uses the circum whatever your theology will allow. I, I used to say that a lot. I don't say it as much anymore. Um, but he uses the circumstances of our life.
to make us into what he's called us to be. Does that make, and you're saying, God wouldn't do that to me. I'm not saying he did it to you. I'm saying life did it to you, but he uses those things. All things work together for what? The good of them that are called according to his purpose. And the older I get, which, you know, now that I'm almost 40, uh, it, with a little shipping and handling, um, the older I get, literally, I think, of, I think more along the lines of what Paul was talking about when he talks about, you know what? God knew us before we were born, okay? He worked out our days. He chose us, selected us, preordained us, predestined us to be his, okay? And that's what Paul says, and uh, I happen to agree with Paul. So, because it's in the Bible, that never hurts, you know. I, I, did, I haven't written anything in the Bible, but I've quoted a lot of it. Okay, so watch this. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, which is the brook of cutting. Think about this, cutting away, removing, okay, that flows in the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Guys, I have looked at this story many, many times, but I want to tell you something. God has met my needs according to his riches and glory with some people you'd go, what? <laughs> what? Here's the deal. And I preached this many years ago and talked about it. The name of the sermon was, what about the dirty birds? Okay. Because ravens were not something that you, under the old covenants, you wanted to touch or mess with or be around. They were unclean. Okay. Remember what Jesus says, the things I say are, 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 that I say are clean are clean. Is that what he said? All right. So he went according to the word of the Lord. He went and stayed at the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. Now you realize that after the next time this happens at a different brook at a different time, the angel of the Lord shows up, doesn't he? Okay. So you the, the birds of the air are feeding him first. The angel of the Lord shows up. And guess what? He's sustained either way. And what, whatever you're going through, whatever's happening in your life, he will sustain you. I can say it because it says it. I can say it because it's one of the pillars of faith that he will sustain us. Both he took care of our yesterday, he'll take care of our today, and he will take care of tomorrow. He's already there tomorrow. He's he, Okay. We've already said that many times before. But watch this. In the middle of that, he is sustained differently than he is later in his life. How many of you know there's seasons? There's different times that different things happen. And, <laughs> oh, i got to be careful. Let's be careful. Then the brook dries up. You thought everything was not going well. I'm using my best on video language, okay? Um, we, you thought everything was, was a mess then. You were being fed by the dirty birds. And then the creek dries up. It's like literally that's when you go, but God, I was eating what you gave me. I was saying my prayers every morning. I was trying to do the right thing. Then the creek dries up. 
I got to tell you something. God has a plan. And it's not the plan. <laughs> I love where we're going at the end of the plan. I love where we're going. I love where we're going. I'm not just talking about heaven. I, I like, I'm, I'm all on board with what he's doing. But watch this. I don't like the journey sometimes. I don't like it. Okay. I remember when uh, I used to have uh, some livestock. And uh, there's been a lot of things on the line recently about people said, in fact, uh, I think Jim Wilson said this morning, he, he posts something, something funny every morning. And he says something like, don't say anything to any of the ranchers that you see because they're not happy. <laughs> they're not doing well right now. And he's joking because they're having to chop holes in the, you know what I'm saying? But we all like when we sell them cows, don't we? We like, oh yeah, we're going to make a little money on that. Or we like it if it's a horse like I had. You like getting on that horse and riding. No, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Higher handlebars and uh, uh, bigger saddle horns. Anyway, but whatever. The point being, that cold weather, it, it, there's points during that ownership, there's points during this life that in this life we will have. Okay. And he is frustrated. I, I know he is because he's he's a man and I'm a man and and... He goes, then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise and go to Zarephath. Okay, you know that I look up every word that when I'm studying, I look up every word, I can't help it. But watch this, Zarephath was a place of smelting. What you do with a smelter is you put raw ore, you, you get it super hot, and the impurities come to the top and they take it off and the, the real ore stays at the bottom, whether it's gold, silver, whatever you're making, metal, whatever you're doing. You know, that's the way they still do it. It's done with more high-tech redneck now, but, but you, you see what I'm saying? But literally, think about this. He went from running from, okay, running, staying, you know, God told him to leave from being on the road to being fed by dirty birds, which he didn't think he was going to, you know, like, I, I don't know how many people I've said, well, I can't listen to them. You know, they believe in the blabbity baby the bobby boo I said, eat the meat, throw out the bone. If God put, you see what I'm saying? We're always looking for the perfect theology. You'd have to have the perfect teacher. And that's the only one of that is Jesus and the Holy Spirit, right? And none of us, we all see darkly. And you say, well, Bruce, I don't know, whatever. Okay, so... But this place of Zarephath, this is a place of intense heat, boiling, uncomfortableness, all of that. That's what the name means. And he said, rise and go there, dwell there. See, I've commanded, watch this, a widow there to provide for you. You realize that God owns every cow on every hill. He has healing in his wings. He has every penny, everything. It's all his. And he tells this prophet, go to, go to a place of intense heat. <laughs> I kind of like the garden spot. Anyway, 
Go to a place of intense heat and a widow is going to feed you. He's just said nothing can happen. It's not going to rain unless I say it. I mean, how much authority is that? I'm just telling you. And from God, he said that. You reckon? I don't know this. Okay. I wasn't there. Okay. I'm just telling you about human nature. And that is human nature is you've heard me tell this story before and I won't go into details, but God used me. God do something. And immediately my pride goes, look at there, look at there, look at me, look at me, because that's my nature and that's your nature. And what happens is he's just spoken and, and it ain't going to rain, but he says it. He knows he said it with authority. This is the truth. Okay. Well, I want to tell you something. The last thing when I'm feeling up here, I want to do is someone who is going through suffering down here to minister to me. I want to minister to them because you know who I am. And you don't believe, you can't believe how many times I've learned from people. I've gone to people's hospital room. This is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration. And I drive up there and I'm like, I'm angry, sad, something, whatever. And get in there and they encourage me. That's why I encourage people. Go to the nursing home. Me and Charlotte sit and laugh. We live, when I go up there, we sit and laugh. I go out to the smoking area with her. Oh, I hope her her kids, oh, never mind. Anyway, and I get a little of that second hand. And uh, just, it's just, I mean, we just laugh. We just laugh. We laugh about the past. We laugh about what's going on. And we have a great time. And I've never left her in the nursing home, can't leave, you see what I'm saying, uh, 94, that it didn't encourage me. And you go, how's that possible? I don't know. I'm just the messenger. Okay, I don't know how all that works. But the truth is, is she does. And here's the deal. He goes there and listen to what happens next. And there was a widow gathering sticks. And he called her and said, please bring me a little water, a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread at your hand. Just bring a biscuit if you got it. Okay, essentially is what he's saying. And she said, as the Lord your God lives, now watch this. She doesn't say, as the Lord my God lives. She says, she recognizes him for who he is. And I want to tell you, I want to have the spirit, the love, the grace, the mercy that when people are around me, they know who I serve. That's my desire. If they don't, if they don't think anything else, just say, you know what? He loves the Lord. He loves the Lord. Because you know what? She says, the Lord, what you serve, I don't have bread on a handful of flour to bend and a little oil in a jar. And see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks. I can go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And I want you to think about this. The reason they're so poor is because there's a famine. The reason there's a famine is because of sin. 
The reason the, 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 it, it, here's the deal. In the middle of whatever's going on in your life, and I want to say God will provide, and he will use, again, look, here we go again, the things that you don't expect, the things that, that it's going to happen. But watch this. I love that God looks at our heart. He does, you know, man sees this. Man sees that. I, I um, have read an author, which actually I'll not mention because he's controversial, but um, I've read him several times. And he tells a story about a young man that he met that was in New York praying and crying out to God in the circumstances he was in. I'm not going to be very generic. was not something that you would think that someone would be calling on to the Lord, okay? And he's crying out to God. And this man talked to him and he said, what, how did you even know that? He said, I'm praying the prayer that my Sunday school teacher when they used to pick me up in the bus and bring me, this is in New York, inner city New York, and used to bring me, he says, I'm praying the prayer that she taught me to pray then. See, we don't, you don't know people's hearts. There's a revival going on right now in some prisons. You say, well, you know what? They did that. You know, that, you know, and I know it. I can't tell you how many people in the last 40, I don't know, I'll lose track, bunch of years that I've, I have assisted on their way to the penitentiary. But here's the deal. And test, testified and, and worked the cases. And, but here's the deal. You don't know their past, their present, and where their heart is now. And I want to tell you something, guys. This, I believe God is doing two things here. This is what I believe. You, if you don't like it, don't believe it. I think, number one, he's doing something in Elijah's heart because he's having to receive from someone down here to make it. I think he's doing something in her heart, right? Because it's like she said, she recognized the God whom you serve. So we know that she's a believer on some level of being a believer. And you go, well, you know, their theology, they were, you know, they weren't, uh, they weren't sacrificing at the right place. They don't, you know, they don't have this part of their theology right. You know what? So what? You know what? So what? Okay, because, you know, the, I'm sure the perfect people get to sit in the front of the bus to, to heaven, but uh, I don't care as long as I'm on the bus. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to get on the train. That's good. Okay. She said, I don't have bread, only a handful of flour and a banana. Elijah said to her, many of you have heard this story over and over, but listen to these words. Do not fear. That's the first big point today. Because Elijah has, is being obedient and he shows up, this guy from another country, and he speaks to her and says, do not fear. That's the first thing I'm telling you. If you're watching politics, you say, ah! do not fear. Okay? If you're looking at the economy and going, ah! you're looking at the price of diesel fuel, ah! I think it went back down a little bit, didn't it? Oh, good. But anyway, the point being, guys, is we don't, he has not given us a spirit of what? Fear. Fear, but of love and a sound mind. 
And the reason I don't have to be afraid today is not because I think everything's going to be just like I want it to. No, because I can tell you it's 15 degrees outside right now and I ain't what I wanted. Okay. But I can tell you. Is it 16 now? Oh, yeah, nobody asked me about that. But it is Missouri, though. If you hang around, it'll change. Okay, the good news is if you hang around a minute, it'll change. So what's this? Okay. Literally, thus says the Lord God of Israel, you the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor the jar of oil run dry until the day of the Lord sends rain on this earth. And here's the deal. Don't be afraid. God's going to take care of you. He will take care of you. Paul saw that in prison. Peter saw that in prison. He was taken care of. Think about, and we spent months, and I want to say many months, on Joseph, on the story of Joseph. Everything he did, God took care of him, didn't he? When he was in the pit, see, they were going to murder him. Okay? But they, they, no, no, we can make 20 bucks off of it or whatever. 20 shekels of silver, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And so God let their greed kick in. Okay? So then God took care of him when he got there. And he's doing this woman falsely accused him. He, had, he went to prison. Guess what? God took care of him in prison for long. He's the one handing out the food. Guess what? He got plenty to eat, right? I'm just telling you, think about it. He will take care of you in the circumstances that you're in. And is it, will it always be the status to which I think I am entitled? Maybe not. Okay. But he will take care of you. So, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah, and she and her household ate for many days. Now watch this. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. All right, now watch this. This concept keeps going over and over. Because you know, Evidently, I can't learn anything the first time. A friend of mine had a, a birthday this uh, week. And, of course, you know, Facebook, it always reminds you or whatever. And it was a girl that I went to high school with that sat in front of me. And I, I sent her a message. I said, thank you so much for bringing pencil and paper to school so I, because I never did remember mine. And, uh, and that, that wasn't a joke. That was, you know, I remember, you know, I said, you got a pencil like it now. Anyway, she always did. She was, uh, she's now a scientist. You know, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'd have probably hurt myself when I bent over with a pencil. Anyway, but anyway. And it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. So you got Elijah. And he's drinking, and he's he's getting the, the food from the ravens, and what happens? What happens? The brook dries up. Is that irritating? Okay. So, is God have it? Does He have a plan when that happens? Yeah. He's sending him to her. He sees her heart. 
She plants that seed. She puts him first. Seeks king. If you, let's see. Seek the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. And so all this is being added unto. In the middle of her obedience. Now watch this. In the middle of her obedience. This is so irritating. But you know what comes from irritation if you're a clam. A pearl. And this is a pearl right here, guys and girls. And it happened after thing that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. And his sickness was so serious there was no breath left. In him. He died. You ever had a dream die? I have. I know what it's like. To sit there. And do this. 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 One time. A man here in this town died. And I spent hours. No, sorry, sorry. No, no, not hours. Minute, a long time, several minutes doing this right here until I got relief because it was a lot going on. and We couldn't bring it back. And I've done the same thing with dreams. I'm going to keep it alive. I'm going to keep it alive. It's going to look like I want to go Listen, I'm hard-headed. I know that's shocking to everybody here and online, okay? I am hard-headed. And I'm not sure that God has not used that <laughs> for the good, and then I've suffered with it from the bad. Does that make sense? Okay. So, but watch this, guys. Literally, you think, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, and then this stuff happens, okay? Read through the lines with that stuff. Okay, so what's this? So she said to Elijah, What have I to do with you, O man of God? Have you come to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? Okay. This is what she said. What did I do wrong? What did I... Is this because of, of my sin? Is this because... what? I mean, what... And we literally, guys, think about this. So I've spent a lot of time on the freeway, on a motorcycle, on the interstate, a lot of time. Um, in fact, um, I charged my iPod the other day. So anyway, for that reason. But anyway, I, I literally pulled out one night, it's three o'clock in the morning, I was riding all night and, and out in the desert somewhere, and I pulled out. And I'm going down the freeway just making fantastic time. I mean, I am making time. And I keep looking, and I go, that looks familiar. And I get to looking. And then there's a like there's a sign. It says some town in Arizona, so many miles. I go, I just went through that town. I pulled out on a freeway and I went the wrong direction. Shocking. Shocking. I was tired, I was sleepy, I was cold, I was irritated, and then I was really irritated. So I had a choice. Okay? My choice is I've made a wrong turn. I could try to go all the way around the earth and come out the other side, which would be longer. You know, and I'm not a, a geography major, but I'm assuming it would be, or... 
I could hit that next exit and make sure that I could it might, I could look up there and see, yeah, it does come pop out on the other side and, and make that loop and go back to the way I came. And, and, and I, it, I was very irritated because it was a very long trip. But watch this, guys. This lady is right. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And he said to him, give me your son. He said to her, give me your son. Now, okay, point number two. Are you willing to give God the death in your life or are you going to keep just doing this? Because I'm going to tell you something. If it ain't working, it ain't working. Are you willing to hand that death to him? The death of a dream, the death of, you know, whatever it is whatever this represents in your life. Are you willing to give it to him? And I want to tell you something. For me, it's tricky. It's very tricky. Because, and I, I uh, you've seen me do this before, but, you know, we all battle with our flesh, right? We have, there's powers and principalities and high places that we fight, yes. But we all deal with our own flesh, our own, as my friend used to say, my own stinking flesh. But here's the deal. I will think, I have killed that. I have, I've, I've given it to God. It's done. Blah, blah, blah. And I'll be going along with my life. And all of a sudden, I look behind me and that thing's it's right. It's back alive. It's resurrected from the dead. That fear, that doubt, that shame, that it's resurrected. And you say, well, what did you do wrong? I'm going to tell you. I just live in my life. Eating my biscuits, you know, going down the road. So watch this. Give me your son. So let's hand it to him. And he took out, took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room. I never get right here. I don't get right here. The upper room represents, represents, is a picture of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The presence you go, oh no, no, listen to what I'm saying. When Jesus said, it's expedient that I go to the Father. <laughs> I can't hang out here with y'all forever. That's not what he said exactly. That's not the King James. But listen, I, it's better for you for me to go up there because at one point when Jesus was here, he couldn't be over there. Does that make sense? Because he was Emmanuel, God, Holy Spirit in the flesh. When they drove holes in his hand, blood came out. You see what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. He was God. <laughs> if he wanted to go to the convenience store and buy a bottle of water and then pull it out and pour it out and for communion, it would be wine. Does that make sense? He was God. Okay. But what's this? He says, it's better for me to go because I'm going to send the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit in the spirit versus the flesh. Are you following me? Okay. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit births life. Remember what happened when Mary said, let it be unto me as you've said, it said you will be overshadowed by the spirit. And what will happen, that seed of righteousness, that seed of rightness. And listen, he 
by his spirit. That's how we're saved. That's how we're saved. I wish it was because of me being good, because I'm good as long as anybody's watching. I'm fairly, okay, I can mostly keep it out of the ditch. But in the spirit, there's a seed of righteousness here. Now watch this. He went to the upper room and God is calling you to get in the presence of the Lord with that body, with that death, with that death of that dream to, to get in his presence. And I want to tell you something. This usually is not an accidental thing. It's not an accidental thing. It's literally me saying, for me, I'm just talking about me. Okay, for me, it's saying, okay, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to set it aside. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to uh, talk on the phone. I'm, I'm going to pull that aside and I'm going to spend some time in him, with him, in his presence. And I want to tell you, there's not ever been one time that that happened that I didn't come out with an answer, with strong, stronger. And yes, we do study the word of God. You need to study the word of God. But, and, and that's a part of that time many times. But sometimes he says these words, be still and know that I'm God. Be still. You know how hard it is for me to be still? It's complicated. It is. And not because I'm good, because I'm me. Okay. Then he cried out to the Lord and said, Oh, Lord, my God, you've also brought tragedy on this widow with whom I lodged by killing her son. And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord saying, Oh, Lord, my God, I pray let this child's soul come back to him. And I want to tell you something. Life never looks like you thought it was going to look. I watched an enormous amount of television when I was a child. Black and white. A lot of Roy Rogers. Okay, a lot of uh, rewinds of, of, of reruns, sorry, reruns of old westerns, a lot of, and I want to tell you, I love the, the and, and read every uh, Lula Moore, okay, uh, read a bunch of stuff, I, I read a book a day for many years, okay, a bunch of years, not many, but several, and guys, in those books, there's always this, you know, it all, you know, the books I like, it all works out good in the end. <laughs> the bad guy gets what he needs and the good guy gets what he needs, right? And guess what? Life is not that simple sometimes. It's not that simple. And your story, though, is not over. And what's this. He's calling out to God and, and, and it's, there's a little bit of irritation in his voice. And years ago, I had a pastor, and I love him greatly. And uh, he was preaching on Job, and he said these words. He said, that would never happen to Job, um, but it says that his greatest fear came upon him. Okay, that's not what happened in that story. I've read that story so many times, it's well, that part has fell, fallen out of one of the Bible. No, that's not true. That's a different Bible, sorry. But anyway, but the point is, 
Job, what happened was, is the enemy attacked Job and God allowed layer by layer. Do you remember that? Let him move, move that back. And you say, why would he do that? I'm going to tell you something. Job is a picture of all of us because we get stronger in the fight. We get stronger in the fight. And you say, well, why does he, listen, literally one version of what's going on, one picture is that he is actually proving in that one, he was proving to the powers and principalities, he loves me. He don't love me because of what I've done for him. And I'm going to tell you something. When things don't go my way, I get irritated. I'm spoiled. But I want to tell you, I'll reach a point where I go, you know what? Though you slay me, I will trust you. And the reason I come to that point is because he and I have a relationship. Yeah, he's God and I'm not. But he has chosen to have a relationship with his children, with his people. And here's the deal. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him and he revived and Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. Now you want a, you want a purpose for this. Everybody wants why. I, and I can't, there's two words I say a lot of, but, 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 but. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. I hear them all day long. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but. Okay. And then the other one is, but why? 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 Because, you know, I'm smart and I can understand just about everything. And you know that's a joke. Okay. So what's this? He says, the woman said to Elijah, now, See what's happened. Everything bad up to this point. Him having to flee, which is irritating. Then him being fed by the buzzards, which is irritating. Ravens, sorry, whatever. Uh, dirty birds. Okay. Then the creek dries up. Then he shows up and has to take nourishment from a widow. Why didn't they send him to, to a wealthy family? Right? That's what I always wanted to be born into. Skinny, tall, and wealthy family. But it just didn't work out that way. But, uh, you know, but anyway, and pretty. But watch this, guys, seriously. And then she has to give, he's asking for something he doesn't want to ask for. Pride's being torn and built. But listen, and at the end of this, listen to what she says. And the woman said to Elijah, now, by this, I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. Two things happen. And this is the last thing we're going to say. And I'm just about done. Two things happen. Number one, God reveals himself through flesh. And I want to tell you something. When I get it right, God reveals himself through me. And it's sweet. It's sweet that he would mess with a cracked, dirty vessel. He rinses it out best he can. You know what I'm saying? And you go, well, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I, I, just being a guy. I'll never forget this picture years ago. I'm praying, God, oh, God, God. I'm laying on the floor. God, God, God. And he says, let me ask you a question. 
I was in Lampy, Missouri. It was so hot you could boil an egg, okay, fry an egg on the sidewalk, which I've never tried. But it was hot. And I'm in there with that air conditioning going, in that little church office. And he said, let me ask you something. If a homeless person was walking up this road and they were thirsty, they were thirsty, as hot as it is, and they showed up, and you run out there and you got a, a, a glass of water, uh, you know, whether it said uh, Budweiser on the side or, or, or whether it said uh, High View Assembly of God Church on the side or whether it had a big crack in it or whatever. He said, you think they'd be going, I ain't drinking out of that. No, they'd look at it. Oh, it's water. Got any more? Throw a cube in it for me, you know, whatever. But you see what I'm saying? He said, man, you're the people that are going to come to you are the people who are thirsty. This is not the elite. This is the thirsty. This is the hungry. And I can tell you, I used to work midnight shifts. I'd come in at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Whatever was in the refrigerator, whatever was in the cabinet, it was good. You know why? Because I was hungry. And Father, we hunger and thirst after you this morning, Lord. And Lord, as we walk this path, show us, Lord, what you've called us to be and who you've called us to be and help us to walk in that path day by day. And Lord, I just pray over the people this morning, Lord, that they feel like that their dream has died. Father, that they're it's not working out like they wanted it to. And Lord, I pray this morning that you would literally let them know in their heart that, Lord, life is coming. And Lord, I pray, Lord, this morning, Lord, we stretch ourselves over the death that they've experienced. And Lord, breathe life into that. In Christ's name I pray. Amen so that we will know that God is God. Amen. Have a great day. God bless you and keep you. And we'll be live on Bruce Kim Beelan here in a few minutes. Bye. Love you. Which button do I push? <laughs> Finish.